Alec Tracker Riley was a Wiradjuri elder and tracker who served the New South Wales Police Force for 40 years. During that time, he was instrumental in solving a host of high-profile cases, including one that inspired the 2001 telemusical One Night the Moon, directed by Rachel Perkins. Choreographer Daniel Riley is the great-great-nephew of Tracker Riley and the artistic director of the Australian Dance Theatre, Ongana Yurta. In January 2023, Daniel will bring Tracker Riley's story to the stage. But, he says first, he had to go back to Dubbo, where Tracker Riley lived and worked on Wiradjuri country. I was uh, about a month away from having my baby girl, Billy, and I had a weekend free. Like, literally, I had nothing in it, no, no kind of developments or anything. And two weeks prior to that, my wife turned to me and said, if you don't go now, there's no going for, like, a good 12 months. And I said, OK, I'm going. And so I booked a flight. I rocked up in a Dubbo airport, got a high car. I sat in the car park and thought, OK, I'm here now. What do I do? And I, I called all the aunties and I said, hey, my name's Daniel Riley. I'm here. I want to tell a story of great-great-uncle. Can we have a cup of tea? And they said, yep, absolutely, this is where we live. Um, and I went around and I did, I did numerous cups of tea, cakes and biscuits and like for days. And, and going back to places that I'm very familiar with, you know, Terramunga Mine, which is down on the Womble or the Macquarie River. I went to the gates of Talbriga. It was closed at the time. So I, I did all of those areas that I know. But this year, more importantly, I, I took my family back. And I introduced them to the various members of the kinship network and family that I've started to meet, you know, and starting to get to know and, and, and calling in and checking on and being able to bring them into this story, into this world, you know, being able to fly them to Adelaide and to Melbourne and like to, to give them a sense of importance because they are important. But being able to take my son was really special. The gates of the mission are locked. Um, and so we jumped the fence and we went for a walk on country together. And it's one of those moments that I actually will stay with me for a very long time. I don't think him as a five-year-old quite understood what that is. He loved jumping a fence and walking through the bush and me keeping a sharp eye out for snakes. But I, I think that was a really key moment actually that we were barefoot on country for the first time as a family as well, you know, and my, my wife and daughter were there. And so those kind of moments I think are, are special and, um, and grounding and shape, well, AIO identity, but actually they shape the work that we make. Early next year, mm. you are going to be bringing a big festival piece to Sydney Festival, then Perth, then back here home to Adelaide. It's called Tracker and it's a really personal story. Mm. What is it? At its kind of foundation of the story is um, my great-great-uncle, who was a black tracker with the New South Wales Police Force, and his name was Alec Riley. Um, so Uncle Alec Riley, he was a, a, a Wiradjuri man, a strong cultural man, adored his family, adored his culture. Um, he worked for um, a colonially implemented service. You know, he wore the uniform every day for almost 40 years. He utilised cultural knowledge and knew the land intimately. You know, he had a, a relationship with the land and they spoke to each other. You know, he, he was um, employed by the New South Wales Police Force to track criminals, thieves, murderers, lost children, also to, to track down stolen goods. Um, he was also an excellent rabbiter. He broke horses for the police force. Um, and also, you know, being a black fellow at that time, he did all the menial stuff as well. He tended the garden and, and made sure the police, uh, Dubbo police, uh, the jail, as well as the, the shop was looking neat and tidy. 
So in doing this work, it's a collaboration between Ilbidgeri Theatre with Rachel Mazza, Ursula Jovic's writing, Jonathan Jones designing, huge collaborative work. What has it been like to have so many chefs involved? Yeah, yeah. Like, and you just, as you just said, like, you know, some of the most incredible kind of um, black storytellers that we have in their chosen fields, right? Like, so Ursula Jovic, to start with, you know, iconic songwriter, performer, actor. And so for her to be attached in this, in, in this work and, and, and writing such incredible, visceral, um, poetic text... Ursa and I have known each other for many years and we finally get to work together collaboratively. Jonathan and I as well have known each other for uh, quite a while and we're related somewhere in the kinship, our Wiradjuri kinship system. And so Jonathan's doing the world design. So he's designed um, this beautiful kind of installation in a way. So um, Rachel and I are co-directing and I'm choreographing the work as well as James Henry, uh, Uwalari composers doing new composition. And I've got a cast of five. So I've got uh, Rika Hamaguchi, Tyrell Dulvari, Kane Sultan Babbage um, as performers, dancers, uh, Ari Mazalong as an actor, um, and Gary Watling uh, is a Wiradjuri man and he's a guitarist. He plays acoustic electric slide guitar. And so those five, they inhabit country. And, you know, as an audience member, you're invited to step onto country and, and witness and, and listen and feel and ride the wave of this story of this incredible icon of our Wiradjuri law, a man who who actually walked in both worlds, you know. He protected his family, he loved his culture, he loved his land, Talbriga Mission, but he was working for a, for a police force, knowing that, you know, he was paid the lowest at the end of 40 years, he didn't receive a pension. From, from my understanding, look, I didn't know him. You know, I, I didn't meet him. And I've been very grateful that I've got some, some new aunties of mine that I've met, uh, Arnie Shirley Matthews and Arnie Ann Cribb, who are coming on board as uh, project elders. Um, and they are Uncle Alec's granddaughters. So they have first-hand experience of him. They remember sitting on country with him, sitting on Tabriga Mission with him. They knew him. And so for me to have that almost an immediate connection to him is, has been so incredible and that their generosity in in story and um in the love and admiration they have for uncle alec has been infectious and you know uncle alec is this kind of like i said an iconic figure in our wiradjuri law and so for me to be able to tell this story for them and for our community is a real gift and especially bringing it to adt you know adt is not known for these stories so one of the beautiful things about me being here and the first First Nations artistic director of this company is that I'm leading well and truly by my Wiradjuri cultural lens. And so, you know, there's no better way to do that than actually bring my my Wiradjuri culture and story and lineage into the building here at the Odeon and tell a fully self-determined piece of First Nation storytelling. I think that's the beautiful part of this work too, you know, is the collaboration, this sense of community and this sense of bringing the best of everybody's skill set into a room and seeing what happens because that for me is how I like to make collaboration, conversation um, uh, and just allowing people um, an artistic freedom within their own field. Like I don't do everything. I'm not interested in doing everything. So, you know, for me to be able to be this kind of the kind of lead artist, I suppose, of it and pull everybody into the same room and go, great here's a story and drop Uncle Alec in the middle and go, how are we going to tell this story? Um, It's been an incredible experience for me in in artistically, professionally, um, and ultimately, personally as well. 
it's interesting to me that it is it took until you were here at ADT to mm. to be able to make it the way that you wanted to do. Why was now the right time? Like what's the alchemy that kind of mm. Yeah, that's interesting because Rachel and I have spoken about this a lot actually around this story was it was seeded in 2019 when I, I moved to Melbourne and I joined Obidri Theatre Company as an associate producer. And to Rachel Mazza's incredible gift and, and, and her, her, her generosity, the end of my first week there, she said, what story do you want to tell? Because she knew I wanted to make dance and she knew I wanted to make dance theatre. And she was very well aware that Obidri is not a dance company. And I, I just said, look, there's a story about my great uncle that I want to tell. You know, we tried to get it up while I was at Obidri. And look, it was on the way. It was absolutely on the way. And then obviously, like the rest of us, the pandemic hit and it was kind of, it was just stopped in its tracks. I did one kind of development via Zoom, but it just wasn't the same. So this work was always something that was going to succeed and I was going to do it as an independent artist or not. It was always going to have your Bidri's support because that's where I seeded the work and, and it was really important to me that A, Rach was involved um, and B, that the company that supported the work still have um, you know, a sense of ownership and belonging in the work. And I just think the stars aligned in some incredibly strange, fortuitous way and way that I'm incredibly, I'm never really going to kind of understand how grateful I am for this, to be here on Ghaniyata, leading this incredible iconic dance company and getting to bring, literally bring my family into the building is an absolute gift. Um, it's just worked out perfectly, you know, and, and Rach often, Rach will say to me as well, she's like, you know, this is, this is your uncle's doing. He's, he's the one who's like, no, no, we'll just wait. Just wait, nephew. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And, you know, I, I, get, I get gifted ADT and, um, and then it'll be the, the second major work I make here as artistic director. And it's just a really kind of momentous moment, I think, for the company, for ADT, you know, that I'm going to get to perform. Well, I'm not performing in it, sorry, just to be clear about that. <laughs> I'm not dancing in this work. But, you know, I get to deliver and take... Uncle Alex's name and legacy to Sydney Festival at Carriage Works, to Perth at Studio Underground, to here in Adelaide and perform it here at the Odeon through the Adelaide Festival. And very early on, you know, Annie Shirley and Annie Ann, the very early things I said when I was meeting them, and we're just getting to know each other, you know, and every day I was like, you tell me, yes or no, I don't have to do it. If you say no, I'm out, that's okay. Um, and they just said, we just don't want anyone to forget his name. This is going to go one step further, I think. This By going around the country, people who didn't know his name will never forget his name and will be introduced to him. And so I think that's a really powerful um, message as well. Daniel Riley is the artistic director of ADT and the great-great-nephew of Alec Tracker Riley. You can see the show at Carriage Works as part of Sydney Festival, January the 10th to the 14th. After that, it'll head to Perth Festival for the 1st until the 4th of March, before heading to ADT's home at the Odin Theatre for Adelaide Festival on the 10th to the 18th of March. We'll, of course, have links to all those festivals on our show page. This is Away, and you're on ABCRN with me, Rudy Bremer. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.